from this devastating disease. <laughs> hey Brewski. What? Fuck cancer, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Bye, Mom. No, what am I saying? What this? <laughs> it's nothing. Really, it's uh, it's nothing, Ed. <laughs> it's just uh. <clears throat> It's just vocal minority with Nick and Steve. Have a good time. Make sure your seatbelts are fastened. Okay, you little bastards. The time has come. The moment we've all been waiting for. It's the vocal minority with Nick and Steve Alabruski. Let's go. You heard the man. Let's do it. Let's get to it, boys. Another uh, fantastic episode. The vocal minority with Nick and Steve Alabruski is forthcoming. I'm starting to think you're our biggest fan because you say every episode is fantastic. I mean... That's rave reviews. Uh, listen, uh, I, I can't say that every episode is a 10, but I'll give every episode, like, at least an 8. I yeah. mean, I'm not right? disagreeing with you. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're going to sell something, you have to believe in it. Yes. You know that. Selling used when, cars before, Ruski? Exactly. When I, was, when I was selling cars, people would come pulling up. You know, you come on and say, hey, you folks here for the big sale? And then you're like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh, wow, you guys having a sale? Absolutely. Come on. Let me show you what we have. Yeah. It's the sale. annual sucker sale. So, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> would you buy a car from Brewski, Steve? Well, knowing if Brewski, you, yes. Uh, if you <laughs> Brewski on the lot? Uh, yeah. If you've know. never <laughs> met him. That's a really fair question. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel will. like I would either immediately connect with Brewski or, you know. Yeah, I I know I'd be that guy that Brewski would get me into a car, dude. I know I would be. Yeah, as long as he's not getting you into a van, then all is well. So well, I take that, too. I think, actually, Brewski's had me in a van before, you know. I have, actually. That, that, <laughs> that van was awesome. I was just telling a passenger just the other night about my van. I love that van. Yeah, you got to get another van. Brewski had like a, uh, you know, the beginning of what was going to be a great project of the, you know, a 70s, uh, you know, rock and retro van carpet inside all up and down the walls, that type of thing. Oh, yeah. And had crescent moon shaped windows and everything. Yes, that is straight up 70s. It's unfortunate you can't go to your schools anymore. But besides that, well, you got to trade off, you know. (laughs) Exactly. Do you say he's a pedophile, dude? Anyone with a van is not allowed within 100 yards of a school. <laughs> okay, that's, It's on the registration of any van, I believe. I mean, it should be, if not. So, uh, Hey, this is The Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve Olabruski. It will be a fantastic episode. We have socials. You can see us there if you just want to watch some clips uh, when you're bored. TheVocalMinority.net. See all our socials there. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we are a good way to kill some time. So, uh, yeah, check us out online. Uh, we're on Reddit. We're getting a few comments now, so that's cool. It's gaining a little steam. Uh, we've done very well on YouTube this past week. we got a few videos that have uh, several thousands of views. Congratulations. It's really been hitting hard for us as of late, YouTube. We will. Uh, we're on Facebook. We're on the ex-Twitter thing. Uh, occasionally, I post on Thread still for some reason. Uh, Instagram can go bite me. I can't get any traction on that freaking site whatsoever. Um, and, of course, we're on TikTok. And, gentlemen, uh, for some reason, we just got our first ban on TikTok. They removed oh. one of our videos today. Uh, the one you predicted? No. 
No, oh. actually, no. Um, I So last week I posted the thing about Elon Musk sharing what I felt was maybe not a pornographic image, but certainly R-rated. And I wondered if that mm. would get us banned or not. And, yeah. uh, it did not. Uh, it got some views here and there. But uh, no, I posted a new video. Honestly, it's a video I made a couple of weeks ago, and because of my current dating life, I was kind of wondering if I should post it or not, <laughs> but uh, I decided to go ahead and post it today, and somehow we got banned on TikTok for it. And we, oh, it. they didn't ban the video? They banned us? Uh, they banned the video. So oh, Okay. okay. All yeah, right. yeah. We're still on TikTok, but uh, they pulled our video, and I already filed an appeal because it's bullshit. I don't know what their problem is. What's the video? It's uh, Brewski and I talking about uh, effective forms of birth control. I said that, um, you know, uh, some of these women I'm dating are older or not dating, but finding on the apps that, what you know, they're older. Brewski said, hey, you know, menopause is a good form of birth control. And I said, it's a waste of my vasectomy. And, and Nick admonished the two of us for going back and forth on it. Somehow <laughs> that got us pulled for community standards on TikTok. Wow. There was yeah. no swearing, no graphic content, just talking about menopause and vasectomies as birth control okay. let's let's think about uh, about the people who menopause affects okay it's all <laughs> karen there's some there's some effing karen out there that went and reported <laughs> us because she's all upset because she's going through menopause right now that could be i wonder if somehow because i mean it got banned pretty quick so i don't yeah. know if it triggered something in the algorithm or if somebody immediately flagged it it had like one like and then it was flagged so huh but we're rebels, so go watch it. It hasn't been banned on any of the other platforms yet. But yeah. seriously, like, we got pulled off Twitter once for saying slut. Like, I yeah. get that slut is a word. We didn't I, I, say anything offensive. I still don't understand why that's a ban. I mean, I, I see so many things that are worse than that on social media on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, 98% of the shit Trump says is worse than that. Right. And uh, slut got us uh, kicked out. I, I don't get it on Elon Musk's platform where he's sharing pseudo porno images and anti-Semitic rants. And yeah. Know. So yeah, somehow that violated the standards. So. Sluts not included in freedom of speech. Is that the truth? Apparently yeah. <laughs> so. we've been too live crude. That's what we've been. Yes. And we weren't even complaining about sluts. Steve, in fact, was praising sluts in that clip saying Thank that you. I'd like to have a nice slut, a nice slut. Yes. I prefer a slut. That's also a cutter. Because that just makes <laughs> yeah, things a little right. more interesting. Yeah. And a little more messy, but, you know. That's violating community standards. So I'm curious <laughs> to see if we get uh, if we win our appeal on TikTok or not. Because that's well, garbage. We said nothing obscene, wrong, or anything else. And both vasectomies and menopause are effective birth control. So I don't know what they're talking about. And it's health. I thought we were allowed to talk about health, dude. Right. I don't know. So anyway, uh, well, justice we, for the vocal minority. Yes, okay. we need justice for us. And somehow we broke TikTok today. So, yeah. uh, you know, go go figure. Uh, headlines, hot stack. Hot stack is busy and on fire today. Shall we jump in? Yeah, a lot of news. Let's go for it. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Hello, Americans. This is Paul Harvey. Stand by for news. All right, here's the deal. There is a lot of important news going on this past week, and I have plenty of articles to talk about. Nick, I know you've got a lot, and Bruce, you've got some too, but we've got to start off with my uh, recurring favorite segment on the show. Do, do we know what it is? <laughs> oh, oh, well, I mean, uh, we are going back to uh, what? A date? What? <laughs> Is no. that what we're talking about? I think it's my favorite segment. It might be Brewski's least favorite segment. Although on porn? this particular topic, I think Brewski. I love porn. 
No, it's not. It's not necessarily porn. Uh, my favorite segment is Steve was right. Oh, oh yeah. For yeah. <laughs> I do what? understand when you uh, feel good about that one. So go I for do, it. And I've had many women tell me that's a bad trait I have. But who doesn't like to be right? I mean, come on. Uh, it you know what it kind of hurts me to be right to be honest with you I'll just be frank and honest like I don't I don't always want to be right I I would like other people around me to be right and show me the way well, uh, doesn't that vary on the topic I mean there's things you stand up for that is good to be right uh, I suppose if it's coming down to social injustice or something like that you know I feel good about it but right. I I don't wa- I don't want to explain something and know that i'm right i would like everybody to you know you feel how you want to feel dude (laughs) you know just because it's easier for me are you saying you want everybody to be your peter frampton uh show you the way way. yes yeah good one yeah uh yeah that's exactly right and i don't necessarily want people to show me the way uh and have me believe it but i i would like to see all the different perspectives that's what i'll say okay? okay I will tell you, in my uh, former marriage, my ex-wife, uh, whenever I would say you're right, I mean, she would just orgasm on the spot, I felt like. I mean, she oh. to hear that. So in the one in a zillion scenarios where she was right, I would tell her these things because some people need to hear it. Now, here's my thing. I don't necessarily need to be told I'm right. But when people tell me I'm wrong and I am right, that's what I then wanted. But like, hey, come on. I have it's a nephew. I'm right. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Right. So speaking of dating and social media and all that stuff, let's just do a quick rewind. Jenna Ortega, the Wednesday dance. This came out like a year ago. And I on social media had said that her dance was sexy. Yeah. uh, The interweb, especially Twitter back then, for some reason, blew up on me. And I believe Nick did as well. But Brewski had my back that she was 20 at the time and I was 47. And I was saying that, you know, yeah, the dance is sexy. Wasn't saying I actually wanted to bang her, but my point was that age gap was okay. And I bet that she would have said the same thing. We even tagged her on Twitter trying to get her to respond, but she didn't. Yeah. But my contention then was she would tell you that that age gap was perfectly fine. You so, you know what? Can I stop you for one second? <laughs> Just two quick things, Harness. Yes. You've already had a Harness I'm Right segment on this very topic. I know. Where, okay, was, so this that is was speculation the, about her dating Johnny Depp, I believe, which I don't know that that actually ended up being true, nor was it a thing <laughs> from her directly saying that that Okay. Was, All I got, right. a, I got an addendum to this. Okay. And I also would like to point out Yep. That I did not, I did not blow up on you because this was not, this was not just the topic. It was coupled around you being out in the dating world and thinking that these were okay for you. No, I never said that I want to date a 20 year old. I just said that for a 47 year old to be telling a 20 year old that she looks sexy, she's an adult. Therefore, that was not creepy of me to say. Mm-hmm. I was not suggesting I would actually date a 20 year old, but you would have. I mean, if the right one came along. Well, I mean, (laughs) date date is a really strong word. Now, we're talking about banging. That's different. But, you know, date, I mean, well, I don't know. Spend the money on a dinner and everything. (laughs) Yeah, I'm kind of a actually. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm not into casualness. But if I was and a hot 20-year-old approached me, potentially, yeah, sure. I mean, why not? She's an adult. That's my freaking point. (laughs) All right. So what did Jenna Ortega bring to your table? Okay, so Jenna Ortega is in some new movie called Miller's Girl, and there's a sex scene 
Uh, despite the age gap between her and the co-star, Martin Freeman, the uh, I didn't know this was a job in Hollywood, but the intimacy coordinator. Oh, yeah. This is, mm. yeah, this is a job on a movie set, apparently. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The intimacy coordinator for this movie, Miller's Girl, has maintained in an interview uh, recently that the new erotic thriller has, uh, yes, it spurred backlash on social media for the sex scene between Ortega, 21 years old, and Freeman, who is 52 years old. Okay. Quote here, there was many, many people throughout this process engaging with Jenna to make sure that it was consistent with what she was comfortable with, and she was very determined and very sure that she wanted to do this. So All right. Jenna Ortega, okay with a, well, what is that, a 38-year age gap or something? No, th th 31, because she's, she's 52, she's 21, so it's 31 years old. 31 Thank you. Years. So there you go. An intimacy coordinator actually speaks with both the people uh, that are going to be in the scene privately, goes over what they're comfortable with, what they're not comfortable with, and then much like a fight choreographer for like you know action movies and that sort of thing the mm -hmm. intimacy coordinator actually puts a plan together for the scene making sure that everybody feels comfortable with what's going on listen first this is what we gotta have to dissect all right we have to un make the understanding known that i would not have a sex scene for free I would not be okay with it. But if I was paid $2 million, like I could get comfortable with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so she's, she's felt comfortable because her bank account was being padded. Mm -hmm. If this was like just her personality, wow. like I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not calling her a hooker. I'm just you saying. You just called her a whore. That is I what didn't. you literally just did. Listen. You said that for well, money, she'll compromise her no, sexual I believe, values. I believe what Nikki is saying is that <laughs> she is being a professional. Yes. And she's, she's doing a job. Uh-huh. And that she knows that, that this is part of her job in the movie. And that since she's being compromised, Compensated. She's just treating it just like any other scene in another, the movie. Yeah, another day in the biz. Tremendous play by Brewski. You just Thank described you. everyone at the Moonlight Buddy Ranch a few miles that away. They're all professionals doing a job. They're all adults. So as long as they get paid the right amount of money, they'll take it wherever. Uh, everybody. That's everybody in this world, dude. Are you telling me yes. that you would not? Uh, you wouldn't do it. You wouldn't compromise your sexual integrity for thirty million dollars. You told us two weeks ago you would. I no. I was gonna say. I told you two weeks ago I'd be gang raped by prisoners for ten million dollars. So yeah, yeah, you're not, not a whore. Thing. Wait, I don't wait, remember wait. who who said it, but you know the bit about the guy asked the girl like, "Would you sleep with me for a hundred dollars?" And she says, "No, I'm not that kind of woman." He says, "What about a million? She says, "Yes." And he right. says, "Oh, you are that kind of woman. It's just a matter of price." Yes, no, I, I agree. I, 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 Everyone's got their price yeah. for sure. But, so but, I'm not but, calling her a whore. I want to be very clear with that. <laughs> I, I'm not. Whores. <laughs> I, th I think we've been over the fact that I would allow Jennifer Lawrence to pee on my face. Yes, she would not. She would not have to pay me to do that. Either. That does come I up would, a lot. Yes, I would do. I would do that for free. <laughs> I mean, I said that as, a, as an extreme example. Yeah, but uh, uh, do you think about that when you're masturbating? I mean, is that a real? That's one of your go tos. No, 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 no. Uh, my point is, Jenna Ortega put herself in the sex scene. Everyone said she was comfortable with it, so she's obviously comfortable with perpetrating the the appearance of a younger girl with an older guy. And it's become so commonplace in society. So I'm just saying, everyone needs to take it down a notch with the age gap shaming thing. We do? So. Yes. Wednesday Adams is telling you it's fine. So relax. Okay. And as uh, one commentator wrote on here, uh, let's see. Oh, Jenna isn't a child. Please relax. 
No, exactly. she's not. No, she's no, not. Now she's, she's 21. Does that make it better? Uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You can have your opinion. <laughs> you can I'm have say Jenna Ortega has confirmed what I said a year ago, that she wouldn't think an age gap that big was weird. And obviously she wouldn't be doing it in this movie if she thought that was weird or pedophilia or whatever else. Do we, yeah. don't, we, don't we think that there's a little bit of <laughs> discrimination being go- going on here? Towards me? Yes, I do. Feel <laughs> no, no, towards, towards, towards men in general. Because think about this. When Burt Reynolds was dating Dinah Shore and there was this huge age gap between them, no one said, oh, she's disgusting for dating a younger man. But if it's a guy on the other side of that, then he's automatically a perv and he's disgusting. Exactly. And that's I'm with Brewski. Cuckoo, cuckoo, dude. I I, I mean, I agree with it all, but uh, that's just the world we live in, dude. (laughs) Stop with I agree with it all right there. Okay. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Listen, when I was 20, I was dating a 35-year-old woman. No one ever shamed her for banging me, except future women I was with. They always thought she was weird, but but I used to get high fives and everything. Like, dude, you're getting the 35-year-old? She was 15 years older. I was 20. She was 35 I mean, come on so, so yeah. I, i'm with brewski society needs to calm down and treat men and women equally are we not here for equality people yeah. here here yeah i, just, I just agree with it and so does brewski <laughs> you're right all right you're right dude we get it can we please we move on dude who, you're right okay yes. you're right okay <laughs> <laughs> you're right dude this is need to know news news you need to know hello americans this is paul harvey stand by for news <laughs> put my spectacles on read you this story i'm gonna go uh in the other direction here did we all hear what is uh taking place in houston texas no it's not about archie drell and the uh archie bell and the drills uh this is about uh joel holstein another good modern reference uh you know from houston texas come on dude uh you know what happened in uh houston at uh Joel Olstein's uh, mega church. Yes. Speaking of equality amongst the sexes, finally a woman does a public shooting. Yes. This is a, there's been a couple now that the uh, women are starting to break into <laughs> into the field. I'm surprised uh, it's taken them this long with the years of oppression and everything. Yeah. <laughs> so. No kidding. A uh, woman walked into uh, the mega church Sunday afternoon with a long gun and her seven year old son opened fire before she was killed by law enforcement uh, officers on the scene. The gunfire left the child in critical condition and another man injured at the time of this story uh but we have a death now so i will tell you this uh joel olstein you know who he is can you picture his face right now without puking i can and yeah i guess when i first heard the breaking news that someone was shooting in his church am i allowed to say what i was hoping was gonna fucking happen i'm thinking the same thing. oh wow yeah i didn't even think of that and i don't know why yeah but i don't even think it needs to be said right <laughs> yeah one less crazy uh evangelical pastor wouldn't have been a terrible thing but. uh yeah so you may feel the same or stronger about that after you hear his press conference oh boy oh. Dude, there's so many things in this press conference that kill me. Uh, it's just one minute long, and we'll talk about it uh, as it closes, okay? Let's see if I can get through this. First off, thank Chief and the Mayor and Chief Penny and all of the, the these men and women did an amazing job. And it's just, you, you said it, Chief, it could have been a lot worse. Of course, we're devastated. I mean, this is, we've been here 65 years and have somebody shooting in your church. But, you know, we don't understand why these things happen, but we know God's in control. And 
we're going to pray for that little five-year-old boy and pray for the lady that was deceased, her family and all, and, and the other gentlemen. But I don't know. It's just um, kind of in a fog, but we're, we're going to stay strong. We're going to continue to move forward. And there are forces of evil, but the, the forces that are for us, the forces of God are stronger than that. So we're going to keep going strong and just, uh, you know, doing what God's called us to do, lift people up and give hope to the world. You know, I can only imagine if it would have happened during the 11 o'clock service. We were in between services going into the Spanish service. So, you know, if, you know, if there's anything good of it, you know what? They, 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 she didn't get in there and do a whole lot worse damage. So we thank God for that. He's watching over all of us. And as the chief says, we're going to keep going strong and bringing hope to the world. But thank you again. Dude, did that play the same way, that ending comment about Spanish mass? As it thank did to God. Me? Yeah, thank God it wasn't all the white people showing up because that, oh that would have been terrible. My jaw dropped. <laughs> now, to be fair, because I just want to be transparent, I know that he was saying that, like, the Spanish mass has less people in it and uh, oh. the next mass, would the church would have been full. <laughs> However... I thought the same thing. I was just like, oh, my God, dude, did you just say like, thank, you know, thank God it was the Spanish mass, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, white people were going to be there in an hour. Like, that would have been awful, <laughs> you know, which I don't know. Again, it's really weird for a woman to go over do a public shooting. So she must have had some diabolical, you know, visceral reason for it. The reason I asked you to picture Joel Osteen's face at the beginning of the story is because, uh, you know, he's always got that story stupid smile on his face and during this press conference dude the entire minute he's got a huge smile like he's you know selling the church here we are and i can't help but notice that he says you know like uh our powers are stronger like obviously not you know what i mean like uh the powers of god are obviously stronger like uh first of all if you believe what he preaches God let this, God's in control of everything, right? He, so God let this happen. Yes, he literally just said God is in control and then called it pure evil. So, okay. Yeah, That's and a classic the, religious question, right? Like, if God is in control, why do terrible things happen? Uh, and, you know, the most common thing that you hear is like, a, you know, it's a test, dude. Like, it's a test. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't know in, the good without the bad. We wouldn't truly know the good without the bad. Right. He works in mysterious ways. Which is like a lawyer explaining the Bible. Like, eh, there's loopholes you don't quite understand, stupid person. <laughs> so right. just give it time, you know? One thing we can ascertain from this woman doing the shooting here. Yes, sir. Is that she uh, was unable to find a babysitter. All right. Yeah, yeah. Child care is a bear out there, dude. It is. It uh, is. Really it expensive, is. too. So yeah, yeah. I and secondly, uh, I see that uh, they are now considering uh, having metal detectors at Joel Osteen's church. Really? So now here's the question. It's in Texas. You know everyone there is packing. So now, are they going to allow people to, to have their guns with them when they come in? Or are they going to put a handy gun check at the front door? Yeah, Bruce, yeah. you just made an excellent point. Where's the good guy with the gun, dude? Why, I mean, why did the cop have to take this person out? Why wasn't there well, plenty of good guys with a gun? Well, see, Hold on. I, two things. Two caveats. One, first of all, those were actually undercover cop or off-duty cops that shot the woman. Yeah, they, they hired a security as for for his church. Oh, was that so what the, I thought they were just in attendance and they were off duty cops. No, no, no. He actually he actually has 
armed, they have uh, security, armed security, and they may be off-duty cops, but but you know, like they're hired for it. But God's in control. Why would He need security guards? <laughs> I mean, Jesus has His back, right? Uh, thoughts and prayers. I mean, where, oh, <laughs> this is the ultimate in thoughts and prayers, right? Uh, I, I like the part where he said that uh, this was devastating to our church. I, did he mean because the collection plate didn't get to get circulated that day? I mean, how? How devastating was it, really? The thing about a church like his, yes, the collection plate gets sent around, but most people who are members of that church, I'm sure, have automatic tithing. Oh, which yeah. Means, which Is that means a thing that- nowadays? Oh, God, oh yeah, that's been yeah. a thing for oh. years, dude. Oh, my God, I mean, yeah. You, you got you, bill you, pay just set up with your church? But Is yeah, it the, like the, the Starbucks or McDonald's? Do so they pass around a, an iPad and I select 10% today, 15% today? Like customer. No, 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 this say, you, just comes out, dude. This is what <laughs> I... If I make thirty grand a year, I got to give 18% of that to the Mormon church to belong to the church. It goes to support the church. You know, I don't know why I think religion is a scam. I mean, when, when do scammers ever try to take your money from you? Right? Well, but I, I need to correct something. It's 10%. <laughs> Oh, okay. So right now it says the LDS Church today teaches that tithing is ten percent of one's annual income. It is left to it is left to each member to determine what constitutes income. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! And what is God doing with all that money? He must have a hell of a setup up there by now. I mean, Jesus. This Jeez. is uh, yeah, just a, another <laughs> shooting to happen now once again in Houston, Texas. Joel Olstein. Uh, Man. Thank God it didn't happen during the white service. So <laughs> yeah. that's what I took away. We were just about ready to get into that white service. Thank God Almighty, dude. Come on. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. Start the news chant, please. Come on. News, 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 news. It's time for another brewski. This one is a crazy brewski. <laughs> so, guys, I have a story here. We're just coming out of the Super Bowl obviously and i bring you a story of athletic prowess and uh heroic heroism that oh. is uh, unmatched wow that's one hell of a setup dude i can't wait it, the, what did the, the kelsey man, brothers do now no actually this is a, a gentleman who is a marathon runner who is called smoking man and um <sighs> he actually runs marathons and chain smokes the entire 26 miles. 26. Because he's that addicted miles. or he's trying to make a statement about it? No, he just like he likes to run. <laughs> he likes to smoke, dude. What's the confusion here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, uh, but he was recently uh, disqualified. Yeah. I'm glad this guy uh, doesn't have a porn addiction, by the way. That'd be a, <laughs> that'd be a sight to see. <laughs> uh. The guy's name is Uncle Chen. He placed uh, 574th out of 1,500 runners, and which is actually really good. I looked up his yeah. time. It's a little over three, almost three and a half hours. He beat me I, when you, I did a marathon. I mean, th- that's really good for a runner. That's yeah, it'd be depressing to lose to that guy or be 575th. The chain smoking guy beat me. Good grief. And, and somebody who's 52 <laughs> years old. He's 52 and he's chain smoking while he's running the marathon the entire time. I, so, I, this, I may have found my new hero, dude. <laughs> I mean, um, this guy is fantastic, Brewski. Yeah, How does yeah. he like the cigarette? He must pause to light it, right? I mean, no, no. Dude, he's, a, wind, uh, a windless lighter, or he just keeps, keeps them going, you know, butt to butt, <laughs> light a new yeah. one. He's a chain smoker, dude. Uh, yeah, butt to butt. Yeah. I watched a movie called that last night, actually. Go ahead. Yeah, butt to butt. <laughs> that is fantastic. 52 years old. Is that, uh, where was that? 
It's in that China. Happened? He was actually disqualified from the the recent marathon because they they said that the smoke that he was uh, exhaling, exhaling <laughs> was um, toxic. Other other runners and oh, the air in China, I hear, is not very clean on its own. So that must be. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, you were just talking about, uh, you know, all the uh, sluts and uh, people that are dating young women being shamed. Let's yeah. let's get out of shaming cigarette smokers. OK, <laughs> I am so tired of being shamed as a cigarette smoker, constantly shamed. And I, I don't get it. Let's work on that. That is something that really could make a change in our world. If you can do your chain smoking while running a marathon, I'll, I'll let you off the hook. But uh, okay, I think we should put a GoFundMe together. We need this guy in the Boston Marathon or the New York Marathon or something. Like this is America. We need a yeah. chain smoker out there. <laughs> yeah, too, yeah, dude. Uh, let's try and get this guy on the program, dude. We this has got to be a new goal for the year. We got to yeah. get this guy on the show. Do you think it's the whole pack he goes through over three and a half hours? Would you say about? Half a pack. Uh, I think he goes through a pack and a half. It's 26 miles. So I yeah. say uh, smoke a mile, dude, at least. Chain smoking him. He's ripping heaters you know, <laughs> the, the entire the entire 26.2 miles. And he is a hero. He is a champion. Oh, now you are a champion. Yes. I can't wait to see what this guy dies of. Is it going to be <laughs> emphysema or overexertion or he'll just get hit by a bus or something? You know? He's going to live to be 126, dude. I mean, that's how it's going to happen. This is Need to Know News. News you need to know. We've got recurring themes on this show. For some reason, Jenna Ortega keeps coming up, but also, uh, of course, Trump, who I know we'll get to. Uh, but one of our other favorite uh, targets around here is Elon Musk, because he's made himself a target from repeated acts of public stupidity. Yeah. Uh, we posted a video recently on YouTube. We're in, uh, oh, the one we were talking about earlier where he shared the semi-pornographic image. I was saying that as the head of a media company, you're going to lose advertisers. And though you may have a mansion to go home to, you've got employees, you've got investors, like you can't lose revenue because you wanted to play with your new toy, which is really why he bought that thing. Yeah. On one of our YouTube channels there, someone commented that, you know, Elon Musk, you know, he, he doesn't care if he loses advertisers. Like he can't be bought or sold, which is garbage because we've talked about it before. He's trying to sue some of these groups that monitor Twitter and report on anti-Semitism and the 500% spike in the use of the N word and other things that advertisers don't want to be around. And Elon Musk is freaked out. He's filing lawsuits. Um, did you guys hear about this Disney thing that happened a couple of weeks ago with Musk? No. No. So uh, Disney found some of their ads being run next to Nazi posts, and they said, hey, we don't want that. So a whole bunch of uh, major corporations pulled advertising off of Twitter as a result, and Disney was one of the big ones. So Elon Musk decided that he was just going to go right to Bob Iger, the head of Disney, and just tell him off. You know, I, I think maybe he was trying to get him back on, but it didn't go very well. And I don't remember what the expletive was. It was probably the F word. But he told Bob Iger to go fuck himself. Really? Yes. Again, Oof. this is somebody running a media company. Disney owns half of everything nowadays. So he just told somebody who's got movies, TV shows, merchandise, theme parks, cruise shit, all these people. He told the entire company to go screw off. And, and by the way, uh, yeah, he did tell him that. And he's also not anti-Semitic. Uh, 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 Listen, he doesn't want you at his theme parks. You know what I mean? 
And that's, Musk, what you should be doing. And when we say you're an idiot, you're an idiot in business for sure. Do you have the prowess to be able to run a successful company? Yeah, I think you probably do. But you shit the bed on this one and you're just (laughs) stepping deeper and deeper in it saying like, yeah, you got all these jackasses out there that are like, you know, he can do anything he wants. Yeah, but he can't run this company successfully. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He gets to go home to his mansion so he can spout off. But this all has to catch up to him at some point. And, uh, you know, stock price is dipping and the value of the company is way down. And So, you know, after this Disney debacle, I think Musk realized he couldn't actually sue Disney. He, I think at one point, was threatening them. But um, he has sued some of these other groups to monitor the website and whatnot. So Elon Musk has figured out a I'm going to take my toys and go home sort of way to try to stick it to Disney. Like, you think I can't sue you? Um, I don't it, it, Neither of you watched The Mandalorian, right? The Star Wars TV show? No. So there's an actor on there. Her name is Gina Carano. Yes. Uh, she got fired by Disney a while back for a um, crazy post that she was making on Instagram. She's a uh, former UFC fighter, I believe. Oh, was she? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the actor is now suing Disney for wrongful termination for being fired for the Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. And who do you think is paying her legal bills to go sue Disney? Elon Musk. Yes. Elon Musk called this woman up and said, if you file a lawsuit against Disney, I'll pay all your legal bills. Because he doesn't care if he loses advertisers. Yeah. And let's just see, dude, because, uh, you know, Trump says that to a lot of people, Giuliani. Yeah. Uh, you think he's going to actually pay for it? I'd get it up front, you know. <laughs> she better. Uh, she's claiming sexual discrimination as well. So she's just throwing everything at, uh, at Disney and Musk, who hurled an expletive at Disney CEO Bob Iger in September when the company pulled advertising from X, said last year that he would fund legal actions by users who faced retaliation from employers. Uh, and uh, as a sign of X Corp's commitment to free speech, right, uh, we're proud to provide the financial support for her lawsuit, empowering her to seek vindication for her rights that were violated when she made comments on X and other social media platforms. Dude, he's got a big problem. There was some guy who came out recently, and I can't tell you who it was, but he was talking about the fact that uh, aliens are, uh, you know, up there and they have already sent some down and they're claiming that elon musk uh is an alien uh you know (laughs) they're just doing some experimenting i think that's better than thinking he's a human being because i mean obviously he is not and we've got some differences and here's the funny thing too we've been talking about all this increase in anti-semitic you know material on twitter that x or that musk doesn't seem to care about that is in part what this woman got fired from disney for she had posted uh jews were beaten in the streets not by nazi soldiers but by their neighbors even by children she wrote on an instagram post dude those are nazis I mean, they were Nazis. If they were beating them because they were Jewish, it doesn't matter if they had the uniform on. They were Nazis. You say and these exactly. were annoying Jews. Their neighbors were beating them up, not the Nazi soldiers. This like, is just a domestic wow. violence incident, dude. This is just a domestic call. This is not right. Wow. So I can't wait to see how this thing goes. But you know, Musk just spoiled little rich bitch. You know, he's trying to use his money in any way possible to try to hurt a major corporation instead of just I don't know cutting down on anti-Semitic bull. 
bullshit on his platform or not posting it himself? Uh, well, you know, he got all hyped up doing it, you know, obviously after the uh, Kanye West thing is when he really started picking up on this stuff. I saw a clip the other day of Joe Rogan. Uh, this is the second time I've had to shit on Joe Rogan. And like I said, uh, some of his podcasts I really enjoy. He was talking to Kanye West and he was telling him basically like, uh, you know what? There's nothing wrong with you. And I don't know that I would be taking that medication because like <laughs> you're a shining star of like for us to get these insights, uh, you know, is not something that I would want to suppress. I was like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? That is like telling the guy standing on the ledge, like, jump, it won't hurt. You're fine. <laughs> right. Maybe you can fly. Yes, you're exactly right. And and now Elon, you know, he hangs out and sucks the balls of Joe Rogan. And you know he's a Kanye West fan as, as a person, if not an artist, you know. Yeah. I, you know, I'll tell you, too, on a related topic, I've been a big fan of Bill Mars for years. I just I yeah. think he's funny. He's smart. He's a good progressive liberal. But I don't know what happened to him. He's suffering now from old man on the porch syndrome, yelling <laughs> at kids to get off his lawn ever since COVID. Fox News often quotes Bill Maher nowadays, and that is a red flag to any anyone who claims to be a liberal. That Although, your yeah. words are now being touted by Tucker Carlson and Sean. Although, Hanley. if you if you if you listen to Keith Olbermann, Keith Olbermann will tell you going back to when he and and um, and Maher were both at Cornell at the same time. Yeah, uh, that Mar was even a douchebag back then too. No, I, he's always seemed a little smug douchebaggy, and we know he's a bit of a womanizer and all that. But uh, and he's good at calling out liberals, and but he used to do it correctly, like when we were out of line, and I always applauded him for that. But he just recently interviewed Kanye West because Bill Mars now he's got his HBO show, but he also has this basically a podcast thing. Have you guys seen? Where it's I think it's uh, they just sit and smoke weed and have a podcast. Exactly, he sits with one guest in this little lounge, and they just smoke and drink and just talk and yeah often it is interesting conversations but apparently he just did a two-hour interview with kanye west and he is now refusing to release it because he said you know hey kanye west is basically a really nice anti-semitic guy like we had a great oh conversation but his anti-semitism was just all over the interview and i'm not going to give a credence by releasing it to the public and I think he should be doing the opposite. Yes, I think that if you're any type of journalist at all, you should be doing the opposite. Have some integrity, dude. He's yeah. not a journalist, though. He'll tell you that he's a commentator. Uh, yeah, but I you know, he's, he's doing interviews to get to the bottom of people talking about, you know, so why would you do this interview and then say, I don't like what he said. I'm going to protect him from himself and not release this. It's just it's kind of a pussy move. I Maybe mean, he's thinking that I you know what? I enjoyed the conversation, but I don't want to see the public see me enjoy that conversation. Maybe okay. that's why he's not releasing it. You know, it make him look bad, too. But yeah, I don't know. I mean. I'm all for canceling people when they brought it upon themselves. So if he further put his foot in his mouth in a documented interview, that yeah. just almost seems irresponsible as a member of the media, whether he's a journalist or not, to just suppress something because you like Kanye West and you don't want him to look worse. It's a similar exactly. thing to what Musk is doing. You're just, you know, silence is violence, right? I mean, it's the whole, like, if you're going to help him, you know, protect his public image, then what's going to happen next time when... The interview is published and people take actions from his words. I mean, you know, I just I just think it's a bad move, Bill Maher. Yeah, uh, the one saving grace is that Bill Maher is still coming out and saying vote blue no matter who. He's a Biden vote all the way uh, yeah. because he won't vote for Trump. So did you see him with Joe Rogan, by the way? 
yeah, I saw some of it. I didn't see the whole thing. I mean, Bill Maher basically was debating like, all right, Joe Biden versus Donald Trump. And and Joe Rogan was just like ragging on Biden. And Trump was just like, I mean, uh, Bill Maher was like, I can't I can't let you do this. Like you're telling right. me between the two of them, you don't see how crazy Trump is. And Rogan was like, give me an example. And Maher lists like 30 examples. <laughs> I mean, he knew what he was talking about. it. And Rogan, you know, I don't know if he fully admitted it, but you could see his wheels turning of like, yeah, I guess Trump is kind of crazy, actually, now that you point all these things out to me. Yeah, he did not fully admit it. And shame on him for that. But you're right. Uh, you did see his wheels turning like, how have you missed this? The, I mean, because all the things he brought up, I've heard they've been on replay for the last four years. You know what I mean? And he kept going on this whole Joe Biden lies. He's a liar. I always heard that about Hillary Clinton. And, I, you know, people would be asked, all right, what'd she lie about? And they'd give one example. And then they'd be like, oh, what else did she lie about? And they would have no other example. There was just yeah. one thing they lied about one time yeah. that bothered them, and now they're just going to say, Joe Biden lies all the time. I can't give you more than <laughs> one example, but he lies all the time. Whereas Trump, I mean, we've got journalists that have documented thousands of lies. Need to know news. News you need to know. Uh, let's go with uh, one of Trump's allies, Tucker Carlson. Uh, he's been making the rounds lately. Uh, TCN. Is he an ally or a comrade? <laughs> You know oh, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, well, you be the judge, all right, in a moment. He was just in Russia, uh, and he sat down with Vladimir Putin. Did you see any of the interview on TCN? <laughs> yeah, I'm an avid watcher. I mean, I've seen some circulating clips, but mainly I've seen credible news organizations dismantling Tucker Carlson for letting, for letting Putin just ramble for two hours and never calling him out on anything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, the whole thing, it was, uh, you know, he was a butt boy. And, you know, uh, viewers would find uh, Carlson talking to Putin about, you know, how much he respected him, uh, that type of thing. He was kissing his butthole. And I don't understand why it's Americans that we don't look at that and say, whoa, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Somehow this has become like, hey, if we can be friends with him, wouldn't that be nice? No. No, it wouldn't be nice. I mean, not doing what they're doing. If they want to become people that, you know, care about other people and do good things, then, yeah, maybe we could be friends. But now, no, come on. That just makes us look crazy. Now, Tucker Carlson goes over because apparently he's great friends with Trump and sits down with Putin. And uh, I've just got a little bit of the interview I'm going to play for you. All right. I just got to ask you one last question, and that's about someone who's very famous in the United States, probably not here. Evan Gershkovitz, the Wall Street Journal reporter, he's 32, um, and he's been in prison for almost a year. Uh, this is a huge story in the United States, and I just want to ask you directly, without getting into the details of it or your version of what happened, if as a sign of your decency, you would be willing to release him to us and we'll bring him back to the United States. I know in America, people don't use the word retarded, but here in my homeland, we still use the word retard. This is how I would describe you. That said, I would be willing to trade him for you since you're asking so nicely. <laughs> As a sign of my decency, I would love to have you for dinner tonight. I'll be making an old family recipe called piroshki and cyanide. Do you have anything else to ask me? No, I think that's great. 
Uh, so the interview ended there, but that was his final question, dude. Like, can uh, you, will you send this journalist that you've got locked away with me and I'll bring him home? Did you replace that audio? Is that your AI generated <laughs> response? And what do you mean? That I was really just call him a retard. <laughs> no, dude, no. Putin basically, you know, he went on to say, uh, you know, like, hey, you know what? We've shown good faith in the back. Uh, we've shown good faith and decency before, and it's never been reciprocated. So there's people working on that, but it'll have to be reciprocated is basically what he said, which I translated a little. I see. I thought for the first time I was on the same page with Putin. (laughs) (laughs) You thought he was your comrade all of a sudden? You are a fucking retard. (laughs) (laughs) I think that is kind of what he was really saying, though. I think you actually did translate that pretty aptly. Yes, dude. Can you let us take him home? (laughs) Can you believe? I I was just like, what are you fucking thinking, dude? Like, he's going to send him home with you? Like, sure. That's hilarious. It's good old Tucker Carlson. Uh, He's been making the podcast uh, uh, round as of late uh had john daly and kid rock on and uh they sat down and hammed it up as they drank beers together and stuff unwatchable uh, all i have to tell you about it is uh kid rock plays guitar john daly plays guitar and tucker carlson is just melting like a schoolgirl watching them do it and it is fucking so pathetic i don't understand what people love about this guy you know, on the right uh, there's just this classic thing that dumb people like to hear their dumb views articulated well from the guy on the TV and Tucker it's Carlson true. and Bill O'Reilly and Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh. They've all done that over the years. And so there is no wrong they can do. And, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's so funny to watch them sitting around with has-beens of the conservative media world, the, the four of them that they could gather up or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Exactly. And well, uh, which, yeah. This whole Anheuser-Busch thing, do you have any of the audio for that? Because all of a sudden, Donald Trump now agrees with us that we should uh, lay off Bud Light already for partnering up with a uh, transgendered activist. And yeah, we brought on to the program that uh, uh, Dana White and the uh, uh, UFC teamed up with Anheuser-Busch. And he you know, was getting a lot of crap from UFC fans. And uh, I knew as soon as he came out and said like no i'm with their values that trump was on the way yeah and didn't dana white say like i don't do any promotions for free people this is america it's capitalism so of course they're giving me money yes Yes. so yeah so dana white uh came out in support of bud light but now trump has all of a sudden said that the bud light ad was a mistake of epic proportions and for that a very big price was paid but anheuser-busch is not a woke company woke capitalized for some reason but I can give you plenty that are, and I am building a list, and and might, and might as well just release it for the world to see, so that yeah. the radical left, blah 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 blah. He uh, goes on. Let me pull the full thing here. Uh, Anheuser Busch spends seven hundred million dollars a year with our great farmers, employs sixty five thousand Americans, of which fifteen hundred are vets. Where do you think Trump is getting all these statistics from? Well, I mean, Anheuser Busch. They don't know exactly. Then well, he, this is the this is exactly what Dana White sat down and said. You know why I signed up with them? These are my values, and they're the exact same shit, dude. Right. He says they've raised over thirty million and given away forty four thousand scholarships. I actually believe you, Nick, were saying this during the uh, original Bud Light uproar of Do you know how much good they do for veterans and how many programs they fund? Yet, and not to mention it's an American company with American employees that you're just screwing over. It's like the Twitter thing, like. 
the head of the company may go home to his mansion, but you're screwing all the people below him. Exactly. And and this is where uh, you get so lost on inclusion. You know, uh, just be it, it can we can have both. We can have a company that, uh, uh, you know, does all these things for vets, does all these things for police officers, homeless people, and they can align with the LGBTQ plus community. Right. Like we could just do it all. That'd be yeah. great. Who knew? Bruski, so what was your theory? Because I have a little follow up on that. Uh, well, my theory is, is that that uh, and as a Bush is actually. Uh, cut him a very fat check to his political action committee. Yeah, and uh, that is probably a very apt theory. And like we were just saying, Trump doesn't do anything for free or out of the nobility of his heart. So what you just said may in fact be true. Um, but as we know, with super PACs, like it's really hard to trace some of that money. But Politico has reported that a GOP lobbyist for Anheuser-Busch is holding a fundraiser for the former president next month. $10,000 a plate to get into this for the mm-hmm. bid to support his Republican nomination. Wait a minute. Hold, hold on. Are you you're implying that Trump did shady shit with money? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? That he's a whore that if you give him money, like we talked about earlier, anyone will do anything for the right amount of money. So Anheuser-Busch is helping raise money for his reelection. So now all of a sudden, everyone should stop boycotting Bud Light. Come on, drink it up, dude. We got to get these stocks back up. Let's do it. I honestly do wonder, will they get this memo? Like, are they going to all knock it off already? Because we still hear it in pop culture. We still hear it. Uh, bars. I mean, Nick, you told a story over the summer about a, a dude threatened to shoot you in the face, right? For drinking. Hey, yeah. Yeah. He told me that I you try and drink that Bud Light in this town. <laughs> you know, you, you may be shot. I don't know. It's like, oh. Okay, this just goes to show you, dude, that this is a different kind of this is the reality show that this has been turned into because, you know what, he's going in with Bush. She's talking about all these celebrities like no president in uh, Anheuser-Busch. I'm sorry. No president in the history of this country has ever made gains by teaming up with certain celebrities, uh, certain companies, you know, like this is astonishing, dude. Yeah, for sure. And just real quick on the topic of, uh, you know, conservative commentators and their whorishness and Trump and everything else. Uh, you know, we've been hearing about this uh, immigration bill that was supposed to be a bipartisan thing, but then Trump stepped in and now it's all falling apart because mm-hmm. he doesn't want Biden to have a victory. Yes. Uh, Senator James Langford, Republican from Oklahoma, said last week that an unnamed media personality promised to destroy him for seeking a bipartisan compromise on this immigration bill. Do you think in a zillion years, uh, a Rachel Maddow, a uh, Chris Hayes, uh, any of these people would ever call a Democrat up and say, I will destroy you on my show if you try to do something bipartisan for this country? No, dude. Are you kidding me? That is crazy. Some conservative commentator threatened this guy. And who is it? Is it Sean Hannity or is it Tucker Carlson or is it Sean Hannity? Like, <laughs> you know, I, it's got to be one of the three. Right. I, I was I saw that story and I and I, I posted a picture from Seinfeld with the, uh, the the Asian guy at the Chinese restaurant. Give us a name. We need a name. <laughs> we do need a name. Why are you we hiding, do. dude? Come on. 
because they're afraid of those people because they understand the flock follows what Tucker and Hannity say. So, yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he also, uh, you know, though, with uh, everything that was going on with the Super Bowl, you know, he really got involved in the Super Bowl and the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift type thing. Uh, by the way, I missed where they endorsed Biden on the field at the end. I didn't see it. Did you guys? I know the psyop was right. The whole thing <laughs> staged. The Chiefs <laughs> did win. I mean, there was only a 50-50 chance they could have won, and who knew? And uh, I almost wanted Taylor Swift and Kelsey to do it just to stick it to them. Like, so oh, you funny. guys thought we were going to endorse. So here you go, Biden 2024. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been so funny, dude. I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Biden uh, tweeted out a picture of him and it, with lasers in his eyes and yes. he's like just as we planned you know, oh, yeah, like, I saw that. well biden so. joined tiktok by the way i think that video was his first uh tiktok oh was years. it okay yeah, yeah. Oh. even though the chinese government's controlling it <laughs> well, did you guys see what uh trump tweeted about taylor swift after the game no no uh, yeah yeah our our uh former president was tweeting about taylor swift after the game this is what uh is uh, i mean a lot of it in all caps you know the usual thing i signed and was responsible for the music modernization act for taylor swift and all other musical artists joe biden didn't do anything for taylor and never will there's no way she could endorse crooked joe biden the worst and most corrupt president in the history of our country and be disloyal to the man who made her so much money besides that i like her boyfriend travis even though he may be a liberal and probably can't stand me that's probably true the last part's probably true can you believe that um a classic narcissist to try to glom himself onto anything and everything out there ungrateful and uh, and, and what the hell he's talking about disloyal so because somebody signed a, a bill that was the right thing to do so that artists get paid properly. Now, all of a sudden, they have to be loyal to you. Like, w- w- what the hell? Not everything is transactional. Yeah, because he went to the Putin school of uh, democracy. You know, <laughs> loyalty to me, to me alone, not to your country, your career, well, or anything else. I've but, heard that that bill, by the way, isn't all from him. There was something that was signed, but she was rich way before that, dude. Well, of course, and she still would be rich, and presidents don't uh, you know, pass bills on their own, of course. It's just that, you know, the problem is with him is that everything in his entire life, and he learned it from his old man as a kid, is transactional. You don't do anything out of the goodness of your heart or anything like that. You do something because you're getting something. I think we've uh, had several good examples of that today. So, yeah, whenever Trump endorses something, just know he's getting something. Yeah, he's not. He's just a click off from the MyPillow guy, dude. Okay. Right. It's, too bad. it's too bad he's not getting something like chlamydia or I'm sure he's at it and leave it and leave it untreated <laughs> you want to oh you wanted to murder him you want him to die oh, i didn't say that i'm not saying <laughs> you just want him to get like really that. sick i'm not saying anything about that. <laughs> okay just i'm that, just trying to figure know, out what you're saying he, he doesn't he he's not big on people taking medication and <laughs> and so I'm here to support his his freedom to not take any medication when he gets an std that's all <laughs> well, i'm saying yeah. Okay, this came out today. You ready for it? Ivermectin. Did you guys see this? Ivermectin. Yep. The it turns out that all the asshats and Trump was one of them, as far as I know, that have taken ivermectin during the uh, COVID thing yeah. to try and this was the, the horse dewormer that somehow yeah. there was a theory that this cured or prevented COVID. Yeah. 
70% of them are having long-term bowel and incontinence, peeing and pooping their pants. Uh, they're having long-term issues with incontinence and, you know, pooping right. their pants, peeing. That's what happens when you're full of shit. You have long-term digestive <laughs> right. issues. Oh, dude, that's, I mean, that's got to be a tough one to take because... I can't imagine a, uh, a medicine designed to clean out a horse's intestines <laughs> would do anything bad to yours. <laughs> All the people that were jumping up and down during the Super Bowl uh, saw Travis Kelsey on the sidelines, you know, like go up to his coach and get a little rough. And they all brought that on to TikTok and said, like, this is what happens, dude, when you got the jab. He's really jabbing out right now. No, that's not the truth, dude. Ivermectin, though, that's going to make you poop and piss a I lot. That they hate him because he's endorsing Pfizer. Like, it's just. Yeah. So humorous. And anytime someone makes comments on our social media stuff about, I didn't get the jab or whatever, I'm like, good, please don't. (laughs) Natural selection, and please do not. Save that for us. We only begged for a while. At this point, we're good with you not taking it. We're all good. Yes, you're solving the voting problem all by itself. So, uh, Okay, well, a lot of news today, boys. And the Vocal Minority with Nick and Steve, Ala Brewski, is a podcast. We do a couple episodes every week. And now you found us. So download us, share us, like us, do all that crud. Yeah. VocalMinority.net. Find us on the social medias. And uh, fight for freedom for us on TikTok for our band video, those bastards. The Chinese, I tell you. Justice for the VM. Justice for Brewski. Say goodbye. I'd rid of that, G. And we say bye-bye. Test one, two, test one, two. Stop. I-